We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Good morning. Welcome to Moneyball Minute. My name is Kirk Henderson and I'm editor-in-chief of MavsMoneyball.com. I'm coming to you Monday, March 21st. Uh, it's about 6 in the morning. I am a little bit sick, so my voice is a little terrible, so I apologize for that. And uh, I will try to figure it out by the post-game podcast tonight as the Mavericks play the Minnesota Timberwolves a little later tonight. Uh, before we look ahead, I think we should look back for a moment over the weekend. The Mavericks lost consecutive games for the first time in a while. A, uh, a bit of a grind fest against the Sixers, which they just slowly got you know, worn down by a, a superior and very big Sixers team. And then against the Hornets, they got blown off the floor from three-point shooting. Um, the Mavericks were without Reggie Bullock for both those games, and then they were without Spencer Dinwiddie for the second game. And the, the, the Hornets game was very much kind of a loss of attrition where the Mavericks didn't have enough horses. They don't have enough, uh, you know, they, they're not a very deep team. And we, we talked about that on previous podcasts, so we won't focus on it too much. I did enjoy a piece uh, written today that, you know, pulled some, some post-game quotes. Um, Grant Afseth of DallasBasketball.com, you know, honed in on a quote that I think is important. And he said, uh, got a quote from Jason Kidd where it said, where Kidd said, Luca was very good, but tonight we just couldn't get anybody to join him. And it was nice to, to see Kidd sort of call out the rest of the Mavericks. And it, it's, it's a thing most of us hardcore fans are really familiar with. Cause last season we had numerous games where it was basically Luca and no one else doing much of anything. And, you know, that's kind of two games in a row where a lot of the, you know, role players didn't fit into their role at all. And, you know, guys who have been pretty constructive for the Mavericks for a while just didn't do very much. Uh, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith comes to mind. We, you know, he's, an ex, he's a role player, but he's an excellent role player. And when he doesn't play to the standard he's set, it, it affects the team. So it was just sort of nice to, to see someone... Um, uh, particularly, you know, a coach like Kid focus on that because Carlisle never really had much to say in terms of negative things about the team. He would talk about kind of, 
you know, platitudes and things of that nature. So, like, getting, you know, even if it is just sort of a soft call-out, it's something that I think was nice to see. I will post that article in the show notes. You guys should go give it a give it a look. Um, around the rest of the NBA on Sunday and Sunday night, it was it was quite interesting. The um, the Grizzlies beat the Rockets, which is to be expected. The Pelicans beat the Hawks, which I just think is hilarious. We don't talk near enough. The uh, the collective NBA sphere does not talk about how disappointing the Hawks have been. Um, if the Mavericks were a ten seed, you know we'd be talking about how is Luka going to demand a trade to the Lakers? Yada yada yada. Um, the Suns held off a feisty Kings team. The Jazz knocked off the Knicks, which is disappointing for us. And Julius Randle, I, I think uh, you should seek out some of the social media in that game. Julius Randle embarrassed himself after the game. Um, but yeah, that's that's a thing. The Celtics did the Mavericks a favor and knocked the Nuggets uh, uh, back one, beating them by twenty points. Um, and then the Spurs, in a really shocking game-ending uh, sequence, got a buzzer beater off of a missed free throw to beat the Warriors one ten to one hundred eight. It's really fun if you can go find um, if you can go find that that clip. It's it's worth looking into. Now, what does all this mean for the Mavs? Because we're sort of you know firmly staring at um, you know it's it's a standing watch uh, uh, time right now. Um, the Mavericks are firmly in fifth. They're one and a half games ahead of the new sixth seed, which is the Minnesota Timberwolves. The The Denver Nuggets have fallen down to the seventh seed. They're in a tie with with Minnesota, but, but Minnesota owns the tiebreaker. The Mavericks are now two games back from the Jazz, who are two games back from the Golden State Warriors. Um, it's going to be a really interesting fight to the finish over these next several weeks. And it's worth paying attention, you know, what, what goes on for, for uh, beyond the Mavericks. It's, it's who else is playing. And we're probably going to be talking about that fairly regularly around here. Um, the Mavericks alone, the schedule this week is just going to be brutal. Uh, we, you know, we all got off this five-game road trip. It was, it was three and two. I would call that a successful road trip despite these two losses. Then they come home and they play Minnesota, then Houston, then or, uh, Minnesota, Houston, Minnesota again on Friday, and then Utah on Sunday, and that is is more or less what I would consider the season-defining stretch. To where if they're able to beat Minnesota, even just split those games with them, that allows them to keep that cushion. They cannot uh, relax against uh, Houston at all, despite Houston probably at this point considering packing it in and then you know the jazz are an excellent basketball team and they've beaten the mavericks soundly um so the mavericks in these next four games over the next seven uh, over the next seven days you know going 500 in these games would be i think pretty solid i know we all would like to go four and oh but it's it's just the time of the year look at these these last two games the mavericks have won so many games in 2022 i think to a certain degree we're a little bit um uh, we, we expect them to win, which is great, but it's just, it's difficult to do night in and night out in the NBA. Now, looking ahead to this Minnesota game, I will say I am I am feeling um, feeling a, a, a little bit bullish. The the Dallas Mavericks injury report is as clean as it's been in weeks. The only people who are on it as of right now are Tim Hardaway Jr., who's obviously out with his foot surgery, and Theo Penson, who is out with his uh, you know with his his finger fracture, and it's not like Theo plays anyways. So the Mavericks have as close to they can uh, to uh, a full rotation. Um, you know, currently Carl uh, Anthony Towns is listed as questionable, but I fully expect Towns to play. 
Um, it's it's a right forearm contusion. It's not. It's like the contusion is a bruise. And is Carl Anthony Towns, who has just been on absolute fire since the All Star break, really going to miss time because of a bruise? I don't think so. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what the Mavericks can do collectively to try to stop him because he's just been so effective. I mean, we we go through his um, – if we were to take a look kind of at, at his scoring binge over the last several um, the last several weeks, it's it's worth dipping into. I'm going to go pull up his, his box score here because the, the things he's been doing. I mean, he's <laughs> – in the last week alone – in the last three games, he scored 120 points. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, you know, going back to, to the start of March, he's averaging 28.6 points a game for, for the entire month while playing just under 30 minutes. Like, he is playing probably some of the best basketball of his career. And the Mavericks have Maxi Kleba, uh, Dwight Powell, and Marquise Chris to stop him. So good luck to those Mavericks. Um, tune in uh, and check in on Mavs Moneyball today. We have uh, at least one piece going up, probably schedule-related. And then I know I saw another piece in the hopper, but I'm not sure if it's going to get done. We'll have our normal previews and things like that up, and I will look forward to talking to you guys after the game. This has been Kirk Henderson of MavsMoneyBall.com. Please check your feeds. We posted a lot of content over the weekend because of the back-to-back, but I would understand if everybody just wants to move along. Have a good day, and we'll talk tonight.